Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon, Abbey Awards. Welcome into Sports Call's 2023 Abbey Awards Edition. I'm JJ Jackson, the host of the show. This past year was another successful year for Sports Call. We interviewed numerous high-profile guests, had great discussions about sports, and some unrelated topics that were a lot of fun. We took the show on the road to new locations that brought a lot of excitement. So without further ado, here is 2022 and Sports Call. So excited to bring on our first guest of the new year. He's no stranger to our program by way of the Washington Post. We're thrilled to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on Chuck Culpepper to chat with us here on Sports Call. Greetings, Chuck. Happy New Year to you and yours. I hope you're doing well, my friend. And Happy New Year to you, but the first guest of the year. Yeah. um, Can I do it tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) You don't want as much pressure? Yeah, I'd like less pressure. I'm a less pressure type. I don't handle it well. You know, I don't handle the the blitz or anything. (laughs) Well, Chuck, we were doing some sort of end of year things last week. It's sort of getting set for what was to come in the college football playoff. And it was this time last year we spoke with you. uh, One of the many times that we've been able to catch up with you in the past, talking about the Alabama Crimson Tide getting set for another college football playoff national championship game this one's not on as great of circumstances for this auburn tigers fan base chuck you've got the deep south's oldest rivalry opponent in the georgia bulldogs playing in the title game and then oh yeah nick saban and that team in tuscaloosa making their way to compete in indianapolis one week from now what's going on with auburn football fans chuck they can't catch a break with all the playoff success of others i apologize for not having thought of this yet until this very moment (laughs) is like the deepest amount of feeling that one might be able to get from all the depths of feeling about this this championship game. Wow. I wish I wish it were easier to travel out of the country now cuz Auburn fans <laughs> should do that, you know. Not have to watch the game, know the results yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, Chuck Culpepper's here with us as we begin to uh, get out of here. Again, follow him on Twitter at Chuck Culpepper one Read his latest work for the Washington Post. A bio that reads, he's written about college football, cricket, golf, a tractor pull, seven Olympics, croquet, and college basketball. I got to know as we get you out of here, what is a tractor pull, Chuck? Okay, so do they still call it that? I don't know. It probably has some fancy name now, but it was in my days. I worked in Kentucky in the 1990s, 91 to 00, a great time. And um, <laughs> one night I went out. Before to, Saban's running Tuscaloosa those days. Right, <laughs> right. That's, yeah, I was in Terry Bowden's office one time down there in Auburn. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, before a Thursday night battle between Auburn and Kentucky. But anyway, um, yeah, I had a project where I picked uh, – sports that don't in the summertime you know when it's slow sports that don't usually get any attention i I went and interviewed a croquet champion on a farm in kentucky he was an upset winner in croquet um 
and and then I went to a tractor pull where a 17 year old girl was dominant, and she was just she was just just completely, you know, a, a excellent topic, you know, just just uh, completely different probably from any other 17 year old's pursuit, you know, and she she won the thing, and I interviewed her and. So I put that. I always put that in there with such a. I mean, I've just never heard of that before, Chuck. I'm just being honest. I'm like, what is this? That's where they. Um, that's where they use the big machines and pull stuff. Ah. I'm an. I'm an expert on it. <laughs> yeah. The big machines and pull stuff. That's why we read your work, Chuck. Yeah. All right, now's the time. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, I've dreaded this. Oh no. Yeah. Because uh, I'm. No, I know we're not going to agree. Brant does not like the Masters. Yeah, and Brant does not like golf. He's made it very clear Brandt, on, on on and off the show. I also do not enjoy golf, but I I will be learning to play it soon. So here's here's my yeah, thing. Go for like it. I've I've never played golf, right? I understand that it's a very difficult sport. I have respect for the people who do it at a high level because, dang it, it is impressive. It's hard. Um, my problem with golf is less the sport and more. Uh, I'll say the event of the Masters. Growing up in Georgia, growing up at the center of the state of Georgia, you would think that the Masters was not was not a sport. You would think it was a religious gathering. It's like, you know how in the Islamic faith, people have to make a yearly pilgrimage to the city of Mecca. <laughs> the Masters is like that. And I, I just, I hate... He's so right. That people... So thank right. you. I hate that people who don't care about golf any other time of year, Facts. all of a sudden know... The Masters are coming. Yeah. The Masters. The masters. Like, it's such a big deal. Like, if you like golf, that's fine. I don't have any problem if you like golf. I hate... Tiger the, just birdied. Yes. <laughs> I hate the reverence. And that's cool. Like, Tiger Woods is a very cool story. I think, I think everything that Tiger does is very impressive. Again, I'm not bashing the sport of golf. I'm not bashing people who enjoy it regularly. It's boring, though. Just the event. It's very boring. It's very boring to watch. You don't care about golf any other time of year... But now that this one golf tournament is being played in Augusta, Georgia, which is nowhere near where I grew up, it's like a three-hour drive, then it's 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 annoying. It's yeah. annoying to me. Yeah, I, I that's and that those are my thoughts. Feel free to counter or agree or whatever. Brooks hates me. I don't hate anybody. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> my brother in Christ, I do not hate you. When the angels shine their rays down upon Amon Corner. So no one ever says this about football, the glorious, man. The glorious... I grew up in Jordan-Hare oh, Stadium where everyone oh, was goodness. screaming as loud as possible. Yeah. And then I watched golf. Where and everybody's like, like, if you cough when a dude is trying to set up his tee shot, you you're get getting crucified. kicked out. The glorious color green paints the, the atmosphere <laughs> of one of the most wonderful settings in golf. <laughs> Have you one ever been to Augusta, set- Georgia? Dude... <laughs> you have a no, city, the city, yeah. or the the course, oh, the, the, city the city of Augusta. Of Augusta. No, there, it's it's, it's like any other city. Man. Go, yeah. it is any other city. It's go really green not jackets, exciting. you know. Go green jackets. Go green jackets. The Augusta. I had a friend who went to uh, Augusta University or University of Augusta. I can't remember which one. Oh, She's right. Might still be well, I, need, I need my music back. I need music back. I'm not done here. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is Augusta University, by the Brent. way. <laughs> Shout out to Rachel. He's not done with you, buddy. This is why I was waiting for Brooks before Brent. we did this. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm perfectly okay with it. Bring it on, dog. What else you got? Fathers and sons. <laughs> Pimentos and cheese. <laughs> Jim this Nance telling you hello, friends, in the most calming voice you ever heard. 
I, I've never met Jim Nance. He's not my friend. Uh, I'm he sure he's a wonderful person. Friend. I've never met the man. You I cannot would love tell me. You can't. <laughs> you can't. That's what tell he had me. for lunch today. <laughs> Brooks is not raised his voice at all. <laughs> you can't raise your voice during this song. It's got to have a, a solid. That's tone. why my headphones are off. Brant. <laughs> the angels themselves. It's a journey. This is the second time you've mentioned angels. <laughs> it's a journey of solidarity. But no man. It's no walks solidarity. Oh, There's a dude in a white jumper following you around. It oh. is a. It is. It is a journey of solidarity. But no man walks oh. it alone. Oh, no man walks. <laughs> that doesn't make any what sense. What a beautiful way of words. You good? You need Augusta you need, National, oh. <laughs> the site of the 2022 Masters. And the 21, and the 20, and the 19, and oh. the 18, and the 17, and the 16. Well, I needed travel that. Travel through those was, hallowed grounds. That was golden. I've ridden by Augusta National. Like it's oh. like the outside. It just it looks like a. And highway. you were touched when you rode by there. You were touched by an angel. I don't think I was. <laughs> I don't think you I were never was. the same. I wanted to get this in for a few minutes and talk about this because this is something that. Um, people were fearful of that this would be a unintended consequence to nil and granted we spent a lot of time on this show talking nil for the football sake but nil exists for every sport and it exists certainly as a big mechanism in college basketball as well and you may have seen this story this story is it needs to be talked about. It does not involve an Auburn player, but it involves a, a college basketball program that unfortunately beat Auburn in the NCAA tournament this season and made it all the way to the Elite Eight, the Miami Hurricanes. Their guard, Isaiah Wong, is threatening to go into the transfer portal today if he does not get a significant uptick in his NIL money. So basically he gave a 24-hour ultimatum, because this ultimatum was given yesterday, that his agent said that they will be transferring if he cannot get a good sum of NIL money. And I want to talk about this because I think this is exhibiting that uh, not everybody knows the difference. And look, there's a lot of confusing aspects to NIL. But this is kind of a clear evidence of not understanding what exactly NIL is. The schools are not the ones paying the players directly. It is not pay-for-play, as Nicole Auerbach noted on Twitter. It is not pay-for-play. NIL is being endor- getting endorsements from companies, not the university, but companies to be ambassadors for their products. Bo Nix, on the night that it was allowed, became an ambassador representing milo's it was milo's sweet tea and we had the old discussion about alabama fans pouring out their milo's sweet tea all for an alabama player to also become sponsored by milo's just days later yes um so it is about products it's about endorsements it's just about the same thing that professional athletes when they're a big gatorade guy or or body armor or if they are in a mcdonald's commercial or whatever it's the same premise as that it is not the base salary that you were to receive if you were an nfl player getting it from say the atlanta falcons you are getting it from your endorsement deals and it's the same thing here nil is simply the ability to profit 
off of you having sponsorships with companies of your own merchandise and that sort of thing. It is not Auburn University or the University of Alabama, or in this case, the University of Miami, paying you to play basketball, football, baseball, gymnastics, whatever, for your given sport. NIL is the sponsorship revenue that you garner from your other opportunities. It's interesting there there's a I'm going to cite the Auburn Observer for the thousandth time on this show. But Justin Ferguson had Matt Brown, uh, who is a writer for The Athletic, I believe. Uh, he was on his show uh, earlier this week. And he kind of broke NIL down into there's two types of NIL deals. You have the massive big companies paying specific athletes. Um, it, one that Auburn fans might be familiar with, Eculiota is now appearing in Under Armour ads because Auburn is an Under Armour school. Under Armour, a massive company that represents a lot of different athletics programs, has Eculiota doing commercials for them now. That's the big one, and that's the one that this was kind of designed to do. What has happened is that each university, and I won't say the university has done this, but uh, wealthy alums or people in the area who are wealthy and are interested in having some kind of power within the university, or even people who are just legitimately interested in these kids making money, um, there is some legitimate altruistic intent here, but not always. You have these people forming these kind of trusts that, that and I mean, NIL Auburn is one of them. Auburn has one. Um, but there's one at, at just about every major school now. And these are the more local things. These are the ones that if you come here, we'll pay you. And that's, this is not what NIL is supposed to be. I am a big defender of NIL. I have made that very well known. Go get your money, young man. You deserve it. If someone's going to put your face and your name in a video game and give you statistics and you know, that's coming. Uh, or, or if they want to pay you to make an Instagram post holding up a jar of sweet tea like they did with Bo Nix. Uh, or Alan Flanagan has a deal with Guthrie's. All that. I am so on board with that. A player shouldn't be able to hold a school hostage. Because again, the school can't do anything. The University of Miami can want this kid as bad as they as, as bad as possible. But the fact is, there's a whole lot of other stuff that goes on in Miami outside of the world of athletics. That school has a lot of has a lot of people, but the city of Miami is not going to pay attention fully because there's so much else there. And I I don't know what he wants. I don't know what he. I'm I'm with you. I don't I don't know if he fully understands what he's getting into here. And that is another thing. Auburn has really gotten out ahead of this. They have a class that is specifically for athletes that they can take that explains what NIL is, what it can do for them, what the limitations are. And I, I think this kid doesn't understand that. We're going to get set for Wacky Wednesday right now. There are some supplies that are a part of this project here today. All right. So a couple weeks ago okay. was Easter. A few weeks ago was Easter. You, he can have his eyes open for Yeah, this. you can have your oh, eyes yeah. open for oh, no, okay. I've, I've got nothing except okay. a Sprite can. That has nothing to do with it. A couple weeks ago was Easter. What, right. is, what is associated with Easter? Uh, eggs. The Easter bunny. Candy. Candy, yeah. What is one of the famous candies that is uh, associated with Easter? You jelly, jelly beans. That's correct. Yeah. So I was uh, perusing some of the store shelves shortly after, and the discount jelly bean section caught my eye. Oh, okay. And I found some, some fun jelly beans. I bought about $10 worth of jelly beans on sale, I'm not going to lie. But there's been some fun ones that I found. Are we doing a bean boozled? N- kind of, but you know what you're going you're gonna to eat. Okay. Because I found one, there are two bags that I found. There's Funfetti. Okay. We're gonna, and then the other one 
is late night taco truck jelly oh, beans. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had any of these before? No. So there, there are such flavors as margarita. I, I like the Jelly Belly margarita jelly bean. There's churro. Okay. Then you have others like guacamole. Uh, see, I don't like guacamole. I said I was going to participate, but I'm nervous already. Salsa. I like salsa. And beef taco. <laughs> All right. All right. So Ryan LaVoy now enters the studio with supplies. and Here are the supplies. Ryan's already done this exercise, correct? Yeah. Yes, Ryan did try them the other day. I brought them it's in. It's fascinating the, stuff. The um, behind this, I brought them in for people to try because I tried them when my brother was in town a few weeks ago. We both tried them. Salsa is not that bad to me, and I brought them in for people to try. And I started to have Ryan try them, and I said, "Did anyone else?" And then JJ said, "Stop, let's do this for Wacky Wednesday." And so I let Ryan keep going, but then everybody else had to wait. Do what do we get, do? Do we want to get started? Yeah. All right. So I will just, we're going to start with the Funfetti one. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you, here's a Funfetti. Don't eat it yet. Oh. Funfetti. It's just called Funfetti? It's just called Funfetti. All right. And so uh, since, since we don't have video here, so yeah. for anybody out there, so it's kind of a white jelly bean. I'll eat with, one too, even though I know what they taste like. It's a white jelly bean with some different little colored flakes on it. Yeah. Like it, sprinkles. It, it does sprinkles. look like sprinkles. It. it does look like sprinkles. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like you're eating a cupcake. That's what the, the package yeah. is, a light blue package with a cupcake on the front. All right. All right. All right so Let's try this. First thing that I noticed. It tastes like a cupcake. It's it's a little bit thicker than a normal jelly bean, though. Yeah. That does taste like a cupcake. It, t- it definitely tastes like a cupcake. I'm, it's damn good. Because <laughs> it's got that, it's got that like, kind of vanilla cake mixing yeah. type of thing. And it's not something you'd ever expect to have. You better not drink too much of that Gatorade. You're going to have some later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you need some, you'll need some for a palate cleanser. And so it's not something naturally that you probably put in a jelly bean, I would yeah, say. Yeah. But um, Well, really none of these are. Well, yeah. But this I enjoy, this good. This one's good. good. Funfetti. That's a good I one. I like that one. What right. do you think, JJ? Was that I, good? Yeah. I just, you know, you yes, like cake? it was good. It was good. <laughs> but when I'm sitting here... Should I chew loudly into the microphone? Yes. My mom just texted me that okay. I like sprinkles, which is really good. Uh-huh. But she's also going to be able to back this up. Uh, is anybody surprised by that, JJ? <laughs> <laughs> you like sprinkles. If there's anybody in here that was a sprinkles guy, you would be. A, your nickname I'm needs a, to be sprinkles. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with sprinkles. Uh, what I was going to say though is I'm not great at describing uh-huh. what I'm eating. I'm, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Tom's losing well. a lot there. <laughs> Um, they didn't know the Funfetti one was one. It's so fun now. Yeah. <laughs> but just wait, guys, Tom. My my food consumption uh-huh. is often up for critique. Yeah, that's correct. Or just that I don't I don't have opinions on. You it. You don't have enough opinions. Yeah, you. And, and look, part of it's like it's it's really cool as a friend to just be like, oh, I trust you. Just well, we can go wherever. But it, it's not. It is out of the heart that you have. You want other people to get what they want, but also it's like. There's really not a whole big difference in this place, this place, this place. It's just food to eat. I'm it's something some you have to do. I yeah. need to eat. It's more like a chore to eat yeah. sometimes. No kidding. All right, what do we have here, Brooks? The last one is beef taco. <laughs> <laughs> all right, a beef taco jelly bean. What? All right, Tom, talk, talk, yeah, Tom, um, talk us through it. Yeah, I. It, yeah, it tastes like a taco. It does have a. taco. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It. 
That kind of so it tastes like a taco. It really well, does. Thing, I'm not saying like, you have to like or dislike <laughs> it, but it it does achieve its goal. So, so the the thing is, like, um, it tastes like a. It, it's not. Ta- it tastes like something else. It not. Ta- it's another Mexican food. Like a oh Burrito? no, it tastes like an enchilada. It tastes just like an enchilada. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the best way. That, okay. That t- I, I don't eat enchiladas very okay. often. So. That tastes exactly. <clears throat> excuse me. That tastes exactly like an enchilada. Uh, not so much a taco. The first, the first thing that I got from that was that corn tortilla yeah. type flavor. So, like, if you ate a taco but you ate it ass backwards, if you, if you <laughs> ate the bottom of it first instead of uh, like eating a normal taco, so you just you just taste tortilla, but then you start getting the other stuff with it. But it tastes like an enchilada. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. You're not? Uh, <laughs> Collectively. Well, are you, well, you going to be a fan of going all at once? I mean, like I, absolutely. Okay. For content Was that purposes. six different, that six is, different yeah. ones? You've got margarita, horchata, churro, salsa, guacamole, and beef taco all at once. Not going to give them the sweet, uh, sweetness of the no, funfetti? Because that one was uh, about the same pack. My mother's commentary listening to this is the best, and she's saying, no, sweetie, it Here's is not a, a taco. It's a taco-flavored jelly bean. And, <laughs> True. I'm ready for my Fresh full presentation yeah. to wrap yeah. this up, and then All we've right. got a caller on the line. All right, so uh, margarita, churro, horchata, beef taco, salsa, and guacamole. Oh, going, going the whole batch? See, going, you, I'm not done. Would oh. you consider this brave? Because he said, oh, everyone just goes around and picks them all up and eats them all at once. I mean, so Pete, gonna... I, I think that's the normal thing to do, but I'm learning today I'm weird, and yeah. that most people go one at a time with yeah. jelly beans. So Sorry! So this is your... He's ingested them. What happened? There, yep. This was, <laughs> this was immediately regrets this decision. Oh, Marcy. <laughs> Marcy. Folks, he's, he's going to need the, he is up out of the chair. He is up out of the chair. <laughs> no this, is, this is this is <laughs> a bad decision right off the bat. Which one's getting you the most? Oh, no. <laughs> I, the one thing I will say is nobody smell his breath at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go kissing anybody now. Which one got you the most? I like, can't tell you. I mean, it. it I, I, I smell things right now. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know what's happening. He's singed. Oh, wow. That is... Uh, that's gross. That is just... <laughs> don't do that. And now we are so thrilled to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on the head coach of the Tigers, Bruce Pearl, kind enough to join us here on the show today. Coach, Happy New Year to you. How are you today? Doing, doing, doing better than I was, you know. Yesterday, heading into Columbia without Alan Flanagan, and uncertain about how we would handle our first SEC road environment. But uh, no, doing much better. Good to uh, be with you guys. A road trip like that, coach, an exciting win. You got to head back home after the fact. How quickly can you get to sleep after a win like that? You know what, you guys are great. I, I, I uh, can't right away just because you're just wound up. You're playing the game in your head uh, a little bit. So I typically, the, the, the night after a game, like tonight I'll probably get a good night's sleep. There we go. Um, but the night after games, it's, 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 you're pretty wired. We're about a month away now, Coach, from yet another Outlive game, which is always so important to your program. Uh, myself being a, a two-time cancer survivor, every time I'm there on press row for these games, I always just feel so much gratitude seeing so many other uh, cancer survivors stand up to be recognized and that sort of thing. And the efforts that you do are absolutely remarkable uh tell us a little bit about the outlive game as it nears coach man i appreciate the opportunity so february 12th is actually the game 
And you're right, that's a game we do celebrate all of our survivors, and we celebrate the, those that lost their life to cancer. Um, and and uh, we do it all together. We know that uh, if you can detect er- cancer early, uh, you're going to die of something else, most likely. And so just your bringing up is another reminder. Even in this COVID environment, you got to pay attention to that rash on your skin. you got to pay attention to... Uh, when you're supposed to get your, your prostate examined or your, get a mammogram or do the things or, or blood work to make sure, you know, you, you are where you're supposed to be. And, and if you haven't done a while, listen to this message right now and go do it. And, and, and if you got it, great. You detected it early. You, it, it can be treated. Um, the second thing about, uh, and that's the sale of the T-shirts and all the different things there. The second thing is, wouldn't, it, wouldn't you like an opportunity to just say give $100 to a family with a father that's having to go through chemo and radiation, he's still got to work. On some days, he just can't get out of bed because he's puking all day because he just had chemo. And wouldn't you like to find a way to just just pay his pay his utility bill? Yes, sir. Right, and that's what outlet every dollar we raise, every dime. And one great thing about it is we've begun to get checks from people. Forget about buying T-shirts. People have begun to donate really good sums of money and say, look. Here's $5,000. Would you make sure this money gets to cancer patients that are in financial need that are battling cancer in the state of Alabama? And every penny we get, we give. Plus, we give plus because um, we'll, 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 we'll just do that. So it's a wonderful program uh, for awareness, and it's a wonderful program to be able to uh, find a, a, somebody in the state of I think there's almost 12 agencies now, either cancer institutions or hospitals. None of this money goes to research. All this money goes to patients. So that will do it for Sports Call's Abbey Awards edition. We hope you enjoyed coming along from the ride through some of the best segments and interviews for the year. I want to thank our entire crew that helped all year long to make this show possible. So, for Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, Tom Peavy, Javon Cutler, Brad Daughtry, Cam Berry, Barry Blanchard, Austin Scott, and our general manager, Brooke Myers, I'm J.J. Jackson. Thank you and good day.